I wouldn't say I'm competitive. I'm driven, um, and I'm yeah, definitely ambitious. And there's lots of things I haven't done, but I wouldn't say that I'm ever trying to be better than someone else. Hello, listener. My name is V, the voice of Pod, and I am the host of Podcaster. Podcaster is a show where I ask podcast creators a number of random questions. Then they give spontaneous, open and honest answers about life and the podcast they have created. Hello, podcaster. Hello. Please introduce yourself and your podcast to our listeners. Hello, V. It's lovely to meet you. Um, my name's Stu Whiffin, and I'd like to tell you about my podcast, which is called Off the Beat and Track. Thank you for joining us, Stu. How are you today? Radiant and glowing today. I can't complain. Are you ready? Always. Great. Let's begin. Where did the idea behind your podcast come from? The idea behind the podcast came from a lifelong obsession with music and not just music, but the mindset behind people's love of music and why they love music and how important music has been uh, for most people uh, throughout their lives. And uh, and I'd already had a couple of podcasts and during uh, recording some of those, I'd often speak to musicians and, and I'd just become a massive nerd and so it just kind of led me to developing off the beaten track which I guess if I had to compare it to anything would be uh, if you're a fan of Desert Island Discs it's a little bit like that uh, insofar as I ask guests to pick songs but then songs form a timeline throughout uh, the guest life and, uh, and and then in and around that I like to talk about the area they were brought up in and how that has affected their creative journey. What podcast episode has been your biggest achievement? So I've been blessed to speak to so many of my uh, heroes in, in both music and, and, and television uh, on this podcast but when I set the, the podcast up I set myself two people that I wanted to speak to. Uh, one was Johnny Marr of the Smiths and the Cribs and, and a, a myriad of other bands that um, he's put his guitar wonder on. And as of yet, that one's not happened. But my other guest that I was desperate to speak to was the actress Maxine Peake. And, and it happened uh, during lockdown and it delivered everything and more. Maxine was uh, not only, I believe, to be um, one of the greatest actresses this country's produced, um, she's a, a beautiful human being with incredible taste in music and was the most warm, friendly and lovely guest. How sentimental are you? I'm incredibly sentimental. Incredibly. Um, I'm recording this uh, in my little studio which is surrounded um, by photos of my favorite films my favorite music um, I've got Star Wars toys which remind me of being young uh, on a shelf to to the left of me I've got lots of photos of family and friends and iconic boxes that, that I grew up watching and the podcast enables me to channel into the the sentiments of so many creative people 
and and the sentimental value of music and song in their lives. And I, I generally start, um, you know, the podcast starts very early. People are like, what was the first song that had an emotional impact on you? And and that the sentimental value in that question, it just instantly gets the guest thinking and 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 being very open and honest about you know about their you know their emotions so uh yeah sentiment is is something that um i guess as much as i don't want to say it's more important to look back than look forward but i'm i'm 47 and i mean yeah i just find it a really really comforting thing to to look back and be sentimental over so many so many things both you know in the arts and and and, and both you know in, in in my personal life what's the most trouble you've ever been in <laughs> um well um i i guess uh what i do alongside podcasting is um i've, I've run a nightclub for for nearly uh for 28 years um and yeah, we, we, without giving too much away, um, a, a, a gentleman was refused entry one night for being um, too drunk, and uh, and he went home and uh, and come back uh, maybe maybe an hour later uh, with a great big axe <laughs> and and started taking wild swings uh, at us, which was um, I guess that was troubling and uh, and yeah terrifying. So uh, that's the most trouble i've ever been in thankfully nobody was hurt and he was arrested and and uh yeah but uh yeah i was in a lot of trouble right there movie or tv show hmm. movie or tv show i'm gonna go movie apart from your own what podcast would you suggest our listeners subscribe to scroobius pips distraction pieces uh, it's the one of the most important podcasts I think that this country has produced. Uh, I think he was a pioneer of the scene. Um, he chose he chose a time when he'd just won a, a Sony Award for his radio show on XFM. Um, he had the world at his feet as a radio DJ and chose to come away from radio and start a podcast in a time when podcasts weren't as as popular as as, as they are now and. I've just watched, I mean, he's he's a good friend of mine, um, and I've just watched him, he introduced me to, to, to podcasting, I guess, outside of the, you know, the listens to your Ricky Gervaises and your Russell Brands, um, it was Pip that made me realise that you, you know, there was places you could go and listen to incredible long-form interviews with amazing people, and it's still my go-to podcast now after however many years that's been. Do you enjoy competition? Do I enjoy competition? Um, or do I? I don't know. I've never asked myself that. Um, I wouldn't say I'm competitive. I'm driven. Um, and I'm, yeah, definitely ambitious. And there's lots of things I haven't done. But I wouldn't say that I'm ever trying to be better than someone else or get ahead of somebody else. So I guess, I I, I, I don't know. Um, in, in my I guess outside of work, um, you know, if we move away from professional to personal, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of of combat sports, and I you know I I, I like to 
I like to do some Muay Thai and some boxing, and uh, and I guess I'm, you know, I, I enjoy the competition side of that, but never to the point where I'd I'd want to actively, you know, be better than than, than someone else. Uh, yeah, I I enjoy the process, but not the competition. I guess. What is your best personality trait? Hmm. I think the fact that I like people um is is a good is a good trait uh and i'm interested in people and i like to listen to people um so i guess my my interest in people is probably um my my my, my best personality trait jim or the couch mm. So the date that we're recording this, uh, the gyms have just reopened and, and I got to box yesterday uh, and it was incredible. And post-pandemic, I've, I've only been running um, daily just to keep my head in check and, and, you know, and to keep me, you know, to keep me obese but away from morbidly obese is, uh, is the kind of, uh, is where I'm at. But I got to box um, which was amazing. Um, and so yesterday I was all about the gym. However, today, um, the fact that my mind thought I was 21, but my body reminded me yesterday that I was 47. So today's been very much couch. So uh, yeah, half and half. Have you ever had a tricky guest on your podcast? Um, uh, no, not really. Um, I've had some that, um yeah that 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 are really really enjoying it and and you're kind of aware of how long it's been running so you're 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 trying not to appear rude but you're trying to kind of finish up the conversation and 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 try to sort of bring it to a close and and so sometimes that's that's not tricky that i guess that's yeah it's tricky to 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 kind of control the the conversation without appearing disinterested or rude in what they've got to say but being mindful of how long the interview's been running so maybe a little bit there I know that's not too salacious I did uh, uh on on another podcast I do um go to a uh, restaurant in London to uh and I, and I use the term restaurant loosely um more of a cafe um to record a podcast uh and they were very interested in us coming and recording there and then when we got there um they were very very uh uninterested and dismissive to a degree so it felt almost I don't know why they wanted to do it uh, and so that was a, a situation that was tricky insofar as I just wanted to say why on earth have you got us here today why did you want to do this um, so yeah kind of tricky but um, again not a situation that we couldn't have took ourselves out of so um, no I've been absolutely blessed everybody that has ever been on off the beaten track um, and I say that with, with all honesty, and that's nearly 300 guests now, um, they've all just been a joy. What's your favourite song lyric? Kiss me goodnight and say my prayers, leave the light on at the top of the stairs, Daddy, is it true that we all have to die? When was the last time you did something you didn't enjoy, just to impress somebody? Uh, I went to Ibiza. No, that's a lie. Um, I didn't do that to impress somebody. That was the last time I'd done something that I really didn't enjoy. Uh, to impress somebody? Um, no. Um, I, I, I've got to be honest, and I know that sounds really wanky, but um, I'm 47, 
Um, I'm yeah, I've I've spent years in bands and DJing and and trying to do cool things and and trying to impress record companies and promoters and and club owners. And I'm 47 and I'm not really. In bo- I'm not just not bothered about uh, impressing anybody. Um, if what I do doesn't impress somebody, that's cool because it's not for everyone. But um, I wouldn't actively do something I didn't enjoy just to uh, to impress somebody. I do things I I didn't enjoy to make somebody happy. You know, I do things that you know I don't necessarily want to go and walk the dog when it's pissing down me rain, but it makes my dog happy. You know, and uh, and yeah, I will sit and watch. You know shit tv uh if my family are enjoying it but that's not to impress them but yeah i I, i'm trying to say i'm I'm really conscious i'm i'm not some trying to come across as some kind of self-important maverick by saying hey i don't do anything to uh, impress anybody but i don't like um i wouldn't do something that i didn't like uh just to impress somebody no do you believe in ghosts Uh, do i believe in ghosts no not at all what are you most grateful for? Getting up in the morning. Um, yeah, it's one of them things that more recently sort of took stock of it uh, a little bit. Maybe, I don't know, am I too old for a midlife crisis? 47? Yeah, I think that's maybe too old for a midlife crisis. Um, but I, I'm just grateful. I'm really grateful. Do you know what? A real basic is when I kind of walked away from the nightclub industry for a while, um, before I sort of got involved in other ventures and uh, I worked on a building site uh, and I become a window fitter and I used to get up silly o'clock in the morning and uh, and I just remember peeling the stickers off of clean window frames like brand new window frames in a pissing rain and the chemicals that you had to clean the windows with once you'd fitted them was so abrasive like in the winter when your skin dried out They'd all crack, and so I couldn't really sort of touch anything because my fingers were just shot to pieces in the pissing rain just doing this job. And every day I get up now, I get to work for myself, um, and I get to do what I really like doing. Um, and every time I look out my window, or if I'm going on the train into town to, to, to do whatever I need to do, if it's raining, I never forget that, like, I used to do that job and there's nothing wrong with being a window fitter. There's nothing wrong with the building trade. It it paid my bills and it and I met some incredible people doing that. But I'm grateful that I don't have to do that now because I've put myself in a position um where I'm grateful that I can do something that I like to do and that I want to do. So I'm grateful for that. But I'm just grateful that, you know, um I wake up every day and, and you know, there's there's, there's there's people that that, that I love that, that are in this house as well uh, that I that I wake up in that are, are happy and healthy. What could we all do without bitterness? I think bitterness is a really really horrible thing. Um, I don't like it when people's bitterness projects onto other people's happiness and other people's lives. Um, I think if, if you, you know, I don't see any good come from, from bitterness. Um, I understand, I understand hate. 
I can I, I realize why you know things can happen in your life that would make you hate um but I think to be bitter I think that's something that you can move beyond uh and and control but if it's projected onto other people sometimes I think that can be unfair um yeah this this is the hardest question I think I've not seen the rest yet but yeah I, I that that's something that um I think we could all do without being bitter Oasis or blur Oasis are the Rolling Stones. Oasis have released album after album after album of very similar sounding music. And they do that because they're really good at that. They're the best at doing that. Um, the Oasis Wall of Sand, when that dropped in 1994, was it? Uh, definitely, maybe. Um, blew, blew my mind. Um, rock and Roll Star, Slide Away, Supersonic, Live Forever. They're, they're incredible, incredible records. Uh the, the the album the follow up what's the story absolutely amazing um yeah I, I I I like Oasis I think they've got great records uh, I don't see why you have to be one or the other I'm I'm digging you out now on your questions um but I like the Rolling Stones but I prefer David Bowie the reason I like David Bowie is because he tried different things he constantly evolved uh, for good and bad you know as as much as he's you know he's a, an absolute genius and and you know sorely missed. Um, I, I think Bowie made a few records that I'm not a fan of, um, and I think I see that in Blur. Uh, I think Damon Alban and Graham and and Dave and Alex uh, uh, were just progression, constant progression. If you look at the the, the move from leisure to, to then do Modern Life is rubbish, it was absolutely incredible. To then you know go on to Park Life, and I, I guess maybe Park Life and Great Escape. There's some similarities in in the sound there at the absolute peak of their powers. And then the, the albums that followed that, more and more kind of experimental when that scene, Damon go on and, and do The Gorillas, which again is another progression as an artist. Whereas I think both Liam and Noel have, have, have you know, as after Oasis have still gone on to do music in a very similar field. And, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that because they're the kings of that field. So but I'm going to go with Blur. If you had the time, what would you like to learn more about? Uh photography uh and and camera work uh filming uh, i just see so many I mean, I mean i know people are taking great photographs on their phones and stuff like that and making films on their phones but yeah i just see some people's perspective uh on, on things like, like filming things and it blows my mind uh, and i see i watch films and i see these shots and i just think how, how do people even see that uh, and so, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to learn a little bit more about um, how people frame things and see things and film things um, because I look at it all the time, and uh, and yeah, I'd like to know how to do it. What has been one of the most interesting things you've learned making your podcast? That you can do it. <laughs> um, I'm a 47 year old fella from Essex with a lisp that's not a broadcaster, that's not a radio DJ. Um, I mean, that's led me on to becoming a, a radio DJ, which has been a, an amazing bonus. Um, but I love the fact that it's punk as fuck and anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Uh, I mean, you're doing a stellar job of it. 
and uh, and I've not even seen your face. Um, and so, yeah, I just love how how um, how interesting podcasting is, and how anybody can do it. And that's what excites me about it, um, and that's what interests me uh, about it. Um, and yeah, and and it's yeah, and it's just been brilliant to know that that interest in it has meant that you know that I've learned that I can do it and, and and do it in a way that is probably you know everybody does a podcast in their own unique way and and I love that and uh, so that's the most interesting thing I've learned about making podcasts is that I can make one. Your podcast has guests to select special songs of soundtrack their life. What would be the theme song of your life? Fucking hell. It's a song by um, a band from Nottingham called Six by Seven, and it's called So Close. And it's a huge, anthemic, almost shoegaze sounding rock record. Um, I don't know loads about Six by Seven. Uh, I own a few albums by them, which I love. But this song, um, I listen to it when I run. Uh, I listen to it when I want firing up. I listen to it when I'm feeling blue. I don't think it's the greatest record ever made. But any song that stimulates me musically, fires me up, lifts me up, with the lyrics constantly on loop so close to being more than I'll ever be I like that that's all the questions completed how did you find the experience probing and lovely (laughs) thank you again Stu for being a guest on podcaster it was nice to meet you You have been an absolute delight and it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcaster. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate and review. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PodcasterPod. This podcast was brought to you by the Chancer Collective. Take care and until next time, Goodbye.